welcome to another in the Healthcare Success Series of podcast interviews featuring speakers at the upcoming ShishMed 2017 Hospital and Healthcare Marketing Conference. Our guest today is Scott Singpil, Communication Manager and Manager for the ScopeRadio.com. He and his co-presenter at ShishMed will be talking about the ScopeRadio.com. I'll let him introduce his co-presenter who will not be joining us today but will be at the event. The title of their topic is Doctors to DJs using audio to put your physicians center stage. Scott, give our listeners a little background about the Scope Radio, Absolutely, what you do, Sam. what it is, and, and how did it get started? So the scoperadio.com is a website that we started about four years ago, and it features audio interviews with our physicians, providers, and specialists. And as of right now, we're nearing in about 2,000 interviews over the past four years. And it covers a broad range of topics from just even kind of general health and wellness topics to sometimes we get very specific with some of our specialists. For example, we might talk about stroke and what it is and the signs of stroke that would be a very general interview. And then maybe we might have another interview with a specialist that talks about the importance of walking speed for stroke recovery for somebody who's, you know, a year after their stroke. So it can, you know, get very, very specific. It started out, like I said, about four years ago. The original vision is they wanted to have a uh, radio station, much like Doctor Radio at NYU Langone Medical Center, which is on Sirius Satellite Radio. But at the time, we didn't have a studio and we didn't have the equipment, so they told me to go buy a portable recorder and just start interviewing doctors, and that's what I did, and that's what I've been doing ever since because it's been wildly successful. From your notes here, there were some unexpected benefits that resulted from the Scope Radio. So what are some of those ideas that you'll be talking about, Shishmed, that maybe are even some of the unexpected benefits? Initially, when we started, our goal was to put some content out there. Here at University of Utah Health, we have kind of a content marketing strategy where you create you know, just really good content without any expectation of anything in return in hopes that you start to create a relationship with your customers. That was the original intent. So the original intent was just to get people to consume our content. But as we kind of started doing this, we discovered some unexpected benefits, not only internally, but externally as well. For example, internally, we found that by scheduling physicians to do these radio interviews, that we could use it as a very low-stakes kind of media training tool. There was an instance where we had an expert that was going to talk about cannabidiol, which is used for seizures, and it's a derivative of cannabis. And here in Utah, there's a lot of concern about, you know, that people were thinking we're essentially giving cannabis to kids. And we knew that he was going to be doing a lot of interviews. So we used one of our scope radio interviews with him as a way to kind of prep him for the real deal that was going to come down the line in the next couple of days. And then another unexpected benefit of that was we received a lot of media requests from smaller newspapers around the area that we just didn't have time to do a live interview with our expert with. So we were able to then refer them back to that scope interview. They were able to pull quotes from it. Other media outlets are able to pull audio from it. We encourage that. Another unexpected benefit internally is it's really kind of funny because you can ask somebody, hey, would you mind writing a blog article or can we interview you for a blog article? And it's not a big deal. But for some reason, when you let somebody sit in front of a microphone and you put the headphones on their head, it seems like they're a superstar. And even doctors kind of feel that energy. So it's been a great way to engage our physicians internally and get them kind of excited about creating content. Another really great benefit of this is we've learned that audio is a great way to create a lot of content very quickly. Generally, within a half hour, we can do two five- to seven-minute interviews with a physician, and then we can produce those interviews. And then a lot of times, other members of our team might listen to them, and then we could repurpose the interview as maybe a blog post, or we could use the content in there as an infographic. So we kind of have this whole philosophy is produce once, use many times. Those are just a a couple of the unexpected benefits that we really didn't foresee when we started this project. 
and that multiple use uh, approach is definitely a, a good strategy, no matter what your content ideas are, but yours is particularly unique, and it sounds to me like it's uh, particularly versatile in terms of being able to turn it into other things. So not only do we have the five-minute interviews, but we also do health minutes, which are running on local radio stations, and those are 60 seconds, and a lot of times we're able to get a clip out of that five-minute interview that we could repurpose into a health minute. So that's just another way that we're able to repurpose some of our audio. So we try to figure out ways to use that you know, as much as possible. You're certainly more authoritative in this regard than I am, but I don't know very many other hospitals or health systems are able to use this kind of unique and interesting approach to content marketing. Uh, and no doubt there are others. Uh, there's probably a lot of people who are not yet involved in this sort of thing. And, and I wonder what advice would you offer others who are thinking about using audio or, or radio even, for that matter, to achieve their uh, communications goals? One of the things that I, we really love about audio is, as far as mediums go, it's a very intimate medium. And academic medical centers, one of the challenges, at least that we have here, a lot of times we're considered the hospital on the hill. Geographically, we just happen to be up on a on a hill here in Utah. And as a result, there seems to be some distance between our providers and sometimes the patients. But, you know, as you have probably learned, audio can be very intimate because what other medium do people like put you in their ears? And just hearing another human voice, you know, that's a direct connection that you don't have a keyboard in between you and the audience. It's a great medium to use. And I think a lot of people don't use it because they're a little intimidated by it. They think that maybe they have to buy a lot of equipment or they think that they need to have professional editors or DJs. And that really isn't the case, especially nowadays. The equipment is very reasonable. And, you know, with a few tips and pointers, which we'll cover in our session, I can teach you how to get great audio, great audio quality, even in the, you know, not the best of audio circumstances. So you don't have to build a huge studio. We just started with a portable record kit and I go to doctor's offices. So I think my biggest piece of advice is partially to promote our session, and I'm going to actually bring some of the equipment and demonstrate how to use it, and it's really not as intimidating as you might think. I think the key is just to get started. Just get started by recording some people. A good way indeed to uh, to get started is just, just to sort of jump in and learn by process of doing. And it does seem like it's got a lot of appeal. So your guests are not intimidated. They're generally inclined to go forward with whatever exposure it provides for them, their activities, their specialty or whatever. There's a little but, intimidation, but I'm able to help kind of work them through that. I was in radio for a long time, so I know that a microphone can be scary. But I will tell you that another advantage of audio is it's not as intimidating as video. That seems to be where a lot of people really are putting a lot of their efforts. But video, I think, has some drawbacks. You know, first of all, it has to be done well or it doesn't look right. It can be distracting. A lot of people aren't comfortable in front of a video camera, but when you can kind of hide behind that microphone, it allows the physicians to relax a little bit more. And you don't have to worry about the visual component. So I think that's another advantage of audio. Tell our listeners, you know, we were hoping, I think, to have Kathy with us to begin with, but she's obviously going to be part of a presentation at Shishmed. Introduce Kathy a little bit, even though she She's not here. And tell us in general what you're going to be presenting. Kathy is my boss. She's head of public affairs and also content marketing here in the office. She is going to talk more about the making the case to leadership part. So our goal in our presentation is we figure that there'll be a couple of different types of people that might attend. One of those types of people might be somebody who is interested in doing this, but they don't know where to start. They don't know where to start with the equipment. They don't even really know how to start to get buy-in from leadership. So part of our goal is to help give you some tips and hints on the equipment. And then Kathy will talk about making the case to leadership. Some of the things you can say and talk about, some of the things we've learned here that has made this advantageous. 
So then the other type of person that might come to this is somebody that maybe is already using audio or has been told by management, we want to start implementing audio in our content strategy. In that case, we're going to kind of outline where the scope started and where it is now and some of the things that we ran into and how we overcame those. We've got a couple of really good little tips how to generate some great web traffic. When we first started, we weren't getting a ton of web traffic, but we made a couple of discoveries that we'll talk about in our session that really made a big difference. She'll also talk a little bit about just some of the added benefits beyond just the generating of content, kind of like the example that I gave you. She's on the PR side, so she's interested in media training and stuff like that. So she'll talk about some additional benefits that I didn't talk about today. Even if you don't have top-down buy-in to this, audio is a very versatile sort of medium. We have a full-blown website where people can go and listen to the interviews. We have a lot of interviews. That's one way you could use it. Another way you could use it is you could create maybe just a, a podcast that would just live on iTunes. And the beauty of audio is with a minimal investment of under five, $600 for really good equipment, you could start doing it relatively inexpensively. And in institutions like many of us work for, five or $600 is almost nothing, right? What's the risk that you're really taking? That's kind of the beauty of audio is you are able to kind of start at a smaller level and then maybe prove some success or uh, have a proof of concept that then you could help sell to management. But eventually, management buy-in is essential. One of the things that uh, we like to ask folks to be sure they touch on, and you may already have, but if there was one really big takeaway idea that you would want to have people leave the session at Shishmit, what would be that big idea? I think it would be to just to consider audio. I think audio isn't necessarily considered when we talk about content management. Blogs are, video is, some sort of infographics are. But I think my big takeaway is that audio can be a really versatile and useful and fun tool and a great way to create extra content and not to be intimidated by it. I also designed and teach a radio performance and production class. And it's really funny. People seem to be able to shoot video with their phones just fine, but you set up a microphone and it kind of scares everybody. I don't know why, but it does. I think once you kind of get over the mythology that it's difficult or hard or you need a lot of money or you need a specific space in order to record the interviews and just kind of realize that it's pretty low entry and can really return some great returns that, you know, just consider it as part of your strategy. I think that's my overarching message and hopefully what people will take away from the session. A good and, and relatively low cost uh, and high benefit. Yeah. So thank you for that. Tell our audience when, where you're going to be doing your presentation at Shishmit. So our session will be on Tuesday, September 26th at 2 p.m. So uh, again, it's called Doctors to DJs Using Audio to Put Your Physician Center Stage. That's the session you're going to look for. And even if you've never used audio before, I think uh, there'll be some really good information. Uh, and even if you don't decide afterwards that audio is for you, hopefully there'll be some good information uh, presented as far as you know any content marketing strategy. I'm really excited as the manager of the Scope Radio to talk about what I know. And then Kathy, my boss, who is in charge of content marketing and PR, will, of course, talk about making the case to management and some of the benefits that you would use to sell something like this to management. So we really look forward to seeing you. Terrific. Thank you very much, Scott. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much.